we are back. Um, and it feels like there's going to be no time between now and the previous recording. But uh, yeah, both uh, Dave and I needed a bit of time out um, because there's just been so much going on. And speaking of so much going on, I am joined, as always, as you all expect, by my super co-host and new daddy of a beautiful baby girl, David Harvey. Now, just to point out that David Harvey is not the name of your of your beautiful baby girl. <laughs> Dave, welcome. Yeah, hey man, how's it going? Not right. bad, not bad, dude. I'm, I'm so I'm so pleased we're back. It kind of feels like, yeah, it kind of feels like there hasn't yeah. really been a break. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. And now it's Christmas Eve, and we're getting ready to do drinking a breakfast tomorrow. So that's good. Exactly. <laughs> all getting into the festive festive spirit now. I, yeah. I realised the recording we've done. We actually did our our kind of main um, discussion, which is all about the South Downs way for this show. Um, a few, obviously, a few days ago or, or last week. So uh, so a little, little bit of kind of time overlap here. Um, but we've obviously freshly back from the the Portsmouth coastal marathon which i'm keen to kind of ask you about how it went for you but before that how's things going because obviously this huge life change for you we've got this this beautiful new baby girl in the world tell us tell us all about it yeah so hetty hetty was born on the 11th of november in the evening after a like quite a bizarre afternoon of labor and yeah wait things to dilate and all of that kind of disgusting stuff that happens during labor and water's breaking and all that um, yeah, yeah. And then, crazy yeah, time was uh born by c-section um and and she's just been you know like a newborn baby is really like it's such a shock to the system yeah like i, I don't know how they allow you to sort of just give birth to this thing and then take it out of the hospital because for me, you need some kind of intense period of training or, you know, like <laughs> a doctorate in childcare to be able to take the thing away. But um, it's been a steep learning curve. And most of the time, you just want to throw them out the window. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it gets hard, doesn't it? It's like the, the screaming and the crying is like, it's just such a new thing to the, to the system, isn't it? It's really tough. I mean, she's really cute, but I do s- s- hold her going, looking at her thinking, why won't you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> That, that that doesn't end dude and uh, you know my, 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 mine are pretty old now that that kind of still continues on. <laughs> even even when they can actually make sense with their words it's um yeah you, you always feel the same way but listen huge congrats huge congrats to you guys and and how's heather doing yeah she's doing really well she's taken to it like ducks water it's you know she's doing brilliantly it's been Amazing. an awkward struggle uphill struggle for me um yeah. and actually quite funny is i went up to london the other day and it was the first time I'd really been able to chill out because I was going to see a bad raging speed horn. Okay. And uh, when I got on the train, it was the first kind of time I was allowed to let my hair down a little bit and have a social kind of situation. And within five minutes on <laughs> being on the train, this the train conductor was threatening to to throw me off. Yeah. Because I'd sat down, opened a beer, and my friends went, "So how is it then?" I was like seriously guys like started ranting about how difficult it was and then was like and then people say congratulations like they're being fucking hilarious (laughs) having an honest rant about being being a a new parent and uh, i think that they they can the the train conductor perceived me to be some kind of like aggressive drunkard when i was just incredibly honest and like free for 
a night, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. And you know what? Like I've seen, obviously, I've been with you guys in in the company when 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 Hetty's there and stuff. And you guys are like honestly like amazing parents, like straight off the bat. I can I can just see that she's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she's very, very lucky girl, as as you guys are as well. So, um, but yeah, it's quite, it's quite hilarious. You kind of give your honest opinion about how you're feeling, and it makes you look bad. <laughs> uh, but she is beautiful. She is beautiful. She she's wonderful. And every time, every time there's that moment of menace <clears throat> when you just want to put them down and walk away, they suddenly like do a shot, or they'll smile, or they'll do something silly, or you know, just do something for the first time, and then all this. Yeah. Right away, so yeah, it's all good. It's all good, and she's oh. got aimless. Well. That's cool. yeah, brilliant, excellent. Well, amazing stuff. And and listen, how's um how's it kind of affected your training and your running and stuff? Like, what's been going on, uh, kind of on that front? Have you have you been like so exhausted that you can't get out the door, or have you actually been doing stuff? No, I've been doing loads of stuff, loads, loads. Well, not loads, but since long last, I had a period of downtime, and I was yeah. like illy niggly in a lot of different places and had had a swollen calf and stuff for quite a while and really bad feet mm. uh, so just sort of potted along doing the odd few miles here and there and sort of like deliberately had a little bit more downtime and then uh ramped it up over a couple of weeks b- before the pompey marathon last week which was which is great fun and, and it really does always feel like christmas before we do that doesn't it it's you know, when you finish that and you think, oh, God, now I can just go and chill out for a few days and have some booze, yeah. food. Um, but you did the 50K, didn't you? I saw you right at the end and actually saw you off at the beginning. Yeah, but that, that was good. That was really good timing because uh, we, we we did a little film about it, which is which is on the uh, the it's, yeah. it's actually on my own YouTube channel, which is, um yeah, you kind of see see me walking along the prom and you rocking up in the car, which was which was awesome timing. Mm. But yeah, yeah, did the 50K. You obviously did the. Um, the marathon I, I actually like really enjoyed it this year I thought the route was like so much better I thought the start and the finish were better I just yeah just I, I, I really got on with it did you yeah. feel the same yeah a little yeah I think so I think um maybe the route might have been better for you but I also sh- I share I, I think the start was much better on the castle field I really liked yeah. it going out onto the seafront and going round round the castle before you got to the red so you'd done a mile time you got to the old starting point hadn't you yeah exactly yeah yeah so that that, that was that was good yeah and then there was you know obviously the muddy beach all well, that was the same and then obviously i think a part of the course has fallen into the sea now which is why they take you round through an industrial state before you go down into hailing now yeah. that bit wasn't as good for me um, okay bit before you go across the bridge to the turnaround point um right. and i think in the previous years where you go to the end of the billy line although it is really soul destroyingly boring it's nicer because mm. you get a bit of trail um whereas this was like a couple of miles of road and car park really actually yeah, I, I forget about that yeah you guys turned um near turned- the top of the billy line yeah 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 um okay, so- it might have worked better for the 50k because that would have been just yeah. a short course um yeah exactly but yeah like the start the start part of it was brilliant um and actually yeah just i, I just i love that race man like it's the it, i think you know if, if you were to honestly put it in the summer i don't think it would have the same effect as it does at christmas 
Yeah, um, I agree. It's not a fighting course, but, you know, Rob Piggott's amazing. It's always a good party. There's always booze at the, the aid stations. So I had <laughs> yeah. a halfway point and then a Jack Daniels and Coke when we got to the thatched house. And, Brilliant. you know, it's, for me, it's not about going to do a PP. It's about, you know, just going out and having a bit of fun at Christmas, really. And and I love it for that. It really works for that for me. So, yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. They, they, there's always, there always seems to be booze around those 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 aid stations, which which Rob yeah. secretly kind of like led us into at, at the beginning. He's like, if you get to the halfway points on the 50K, just ask for the um, was it the Tennessee, the Tennessee whiskey. I was like, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look at that, Rob, Rob Piggott. Because I think the first time I ever met him properly, was uh, do you did you ever do the Meon Valley plod? No, I've never done that one. No, no, no. I know what yeah. I And and I was going up the South Downs Way towards um like between between the sustainability centre and the top of Butzer Hill, and then you go down towards East Meon. Yeah. And then Rob Piggott up there with and I'd like kicked my ass to try and get 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 that bit done quick. And there's Robert Piggott standing there with um, a smile on his face, giving it like trying to get me to have some beer <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so there's a theme here with rob <laughs> yeah yeah i was new to running then as well so it was a bit of a like oh what you can have beer when you run so you had a few shots of beer off of him and then stuck in my head ever since so. but you, you how how you 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 look like you smashed the 50k dude well, I, you know, I, it's one of those races that I always go into thinking, you know, it's end of the year. It's, it's been a, it has been a, a like a massive year of mileage and, and obviously racing, like, you know, and like we've spoken about on, on these shows. But I always kind of go into it thinking I'm just going to have like a like a nice, easy run. And of course, it just it just never turns out that way, does it? It just, you know, you you want to kind of like leave it out there. It's the last race. So, yeah, I, I kind of got running with a few people. Um, we were doing about kind of I think about seven and a half minute miling. <laughs> uh, probably probably down to the halfway point or, or thereabouts yeah. um and I, I knew it was going to be a tough uh run on the way back but it kind of only like the bite only kicked in for me at the top of the eastern road on the way back so there was an aid station wasn't there just on that new bit of pathway that they've that they've just developed and, and it was there i kind of stopped to just have a quick swig of coke and i was like yeah this is going to be a bit of a, of a, of a long schlep back because you kind of know how far you've got to go um oh. but yeah, I just, I just, I just kind of set myself some markers in my mind. I was just like, right, get to the, get to the top of the eastern road where the flags are, then get round to the sailing club, and then kind of go from there. And yeah, just kind of yeah. picked, picked off the pieces as, as we went. The thing that got me the most, I don't know if you were the same. A couple of things actually was okay. So I'll, I'll talk about the start bit. Do you know where you go round the? Is it like the 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 lakes and near Baffins near the eastern road? Yeah, they they yeah. kind of peeled us off left and around there. We ended up running down there. I didn't think there was enough signage around there because we all ended up turning back on ourselves and oh, really? coming almost back to where the marshal was. In fact, we, we passed the marshal again and then had to yeah. go all the way down the pathway on the Eastern Road. And I think a load of people did that. And we ended up with, I think, about half miles to three quarters of a mile longer oh, at the end of the race. So, yeah, definitely wasn't enough signage around there. And obviously, when we came back, we did it the right way because all the signs were, were pointing yeah. the right way. And then on the way back, I could have, I could have, I could have murdered Rob because <laughs> he made us go up that little kind of like incline and around the back of the castle. And I was, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're screaming for the finish line then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I must admit that I thought that we were going to go past the um, pyramid center and then straight into castle field. And yeah. And we started peeling around to the left. I was like, fuck. Cause yeah. I, I'd um, deliberately checked my watch on the way out and it was about a mile. 
by the time you got to the pyramid center i think something like exactly. that three mile and i was like this is going to be well long but then they take you through the bandstand <laughs> i was really happy about um mm. but i i was being a bit sneaky dan and i looked at your um your mile splits because i was absolutely amazed 759 and, and yep. like your last four miles you suddenly just literally suddenly drop a, a minute a mile and go down yeah. to like 845 or something like that so yeah i was i was struggling I, I did kind of like a little nutrition experiment as well for the race i just thought to myself um, i'm going to pack light so i didn't take my vest or anything i was just like i'm just going to put a little belt on keep some gels in there and then i'm literally just going to live on sugars because i just wanted kind of like some fast yeah. energy um but yeah i kind of i kind of I mucked it all up. I, I knew it was going to be, but um, probably a, a tougher kind of last few miles. And, and yeah, it worked out exactly that way. So I just but kind what of. Was, what, was your what was your time? I think it was, I think something like four. I haven't really checked the official results. A 406, 407, somewhere around there, I think. That's so. Not up, is it? For 50K, come on. That's amazing. Yeah, 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 and I was I, I was super happy with that, especially just kind of going into it as a as a, as a kind of fun end of the year run. So yeah, super super happy yeah. with that. But yeah, pushed myself um, pretty hard. But yeah, since then I've been okay. Actually, the legs have been fine this week. I've been been running again, so everything seems to be moving well, and it kind of sets you up nicely for for the new year ahead, Dave. Which we've uh, you know you've got some good adventures uh, coming ahead, haven't you? What, what what have you got lined up next year? Uh, not a lot at the moment. Um... South Downs 50 at the moment and the TDS over in Chamonix in August. Amazing. I'm weighing up a few little options of things to do on hiring <laughs> about. Okay. Um, I was really up for doing something like the Thames Ring, but I'm not sure if new newborn baby and 100 miles a week training is really a good mix. So no. I don't know, like, I'll probably get drunk and sign up to a race. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, the, the good thing is, yeah. Dave, you've got, like, you've got Michelle um, Maxwell as, like, a really good support coach. And I think, you know, a, a good coach will always kind of work your plan around around the lifestyle. So, you know, you're probably, I mean, you're a man of, it does a lot of volume. So maybe there'll be a little bit more kind of, like, fast-paced, shorter stuff, um, maybe less yeah. on the volume side of things. So I'm sure it's, yeah. it's all going to work out fine. Yeah. And then, and then we'll be uh, obviously uh, crewing you at Grand Union Canal Race. Oh, I do. Do you know what? I, I tell you what. If that all kind of pans out and you guys can crew me, yeah. I, I I would I would feel almost like um, yeah, I'm like the luckiest runner on on on, on the earth. <laughs> Have you and Jason there would be like wow, it's it would be like having two two of the best best support crew you could ever have. That'd be amazing. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's do it. Oh, and you can see you can watch me suffer but also the, the the grand union canal race so there's a bit of a numbers thing happening here with me it is my 45th birthday and i'm and, and obviously the race is 145 miles uh, and my birthday switches over overnight so as soon as it hits midnight on on the night of the race i turn 45 well you're gonna win it then aren't you <laughs> I don't think so, dude. But I tell you what, there is going to there is going to be a little bit of a party, dude. I want I, we need to get some disco lights um, yeah. for for the, for the midnight stop, the last stop of the night. We need to have a little bit of a a little bit of like a like two minute disco. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll bring the party poppers. Yes, awesome. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> so listen, obviously we'll we'll head into the show now. Um, it's great to be back, Dave. Thanks so much for taking the time to to join me for the intro and. So pleased to hear everything's going well for you guys. And we'll have to post uh, 
another lovely photo of of Hetty to see how she's getting on. So we'll we'll, we'll do that on the show soon. But we're off to talk about the all things South Downs Way. Obviously, you do a lot of running on the South Downs Way. I come up there quite a lot as well. And we were lucky enough to be joined by Alex Murphy, um, who does a lot of running on the South Downs as well. And it was great to kind of like get a little bit of an insight into kind of how he uses the South Downs Way and kind of how he trains um, on there. And obviously, it's a it's it's a kind of like a bit of a trail mecca in the south here isn't it loads of people head up to mm. queen elizabeth country park so yeah loads of super tips from from alex um anything else you want to add to that no no it's, it was it was good to talk to him he's a good lad yeah so, it's awesome yeah so we'll head on over to that dave merry christmas to you merry christmas to all the listeners happy new year and we will be back in the new year with um another show awesome see you at park run tomorrow morning awesome take care man merry christmas merry bye. christmas everyone take care bye Alex Murphy, welcome to the Portsmouth Running Podcast, dude. Uh, how are you keeping this? I guess we can call it the festive season now, can't we? Yeah, yeah, I, I suppose we can. Um, I, I'm okay. I'm a, a, a little, a little bit injured at the moment, but um, I'm right. I'm oh. uh, hoping to recover soon. But uh, yeah, it's uh, all self-inflicted. Nothing running related, I'm afraid. Oh, oh, nothing yeah. running related. That sounds like a bit like, uh, but me, like me at the moment, carrying out bins too too early in the morning when it's cold and stuff. But um, also, hello, Dave. Welcome as well. You're obviously uh, here, and we've recorded the intro already. How are you? Going. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I feel like I'm in some kind of South African sandwich at the moment. <laughs> it's the best way, bro. It's the best one. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and listen, Alex, this is obviously no no ordinary show because um, um I think like like you know, Dave and I took a short break um kind of be, before this Christmas season. Um, just for, for the listeners' sakes, um, and and for our own as well. Uh, we needed a little bit of kind of like rest and relaxation. I think Dave um, has had a, particularly a lot on as well um, as myself. But uh, no, we're, we're here to kind of talk about all things, uh, I guess, South Downs Way specific. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to kind of like hear both of your opinions on um, on the South Downs Way and, and to hear any kind of interesting little kind of quirky things and and stuff that the listeners might might find interesting about uh, the South Downs Way. So yeah, welcome. You're our resident expert for the, for the night. Oh, fantastic! I'm, I'm, <laughs> I feel very honoured. <laughs> no, no, no pressure at all. Although, Dave, you're out of the three of us. You live the closest to the South Downs Way, so I guess I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I was very close to it this morning actually when I was running, but um, yeah, it's yeah. just up the road. I think I think um, by the shortest route, it's probably two miles away. Two miles. Okay, so it's a it's a, it's a fair fair heck of a way. And I think to get to the South Downs, Dave, you you've either got to go. I think sometimes you've got to go up those roads, don't you, all the way to kind of Yeah, so, so that yeah, the um the road that you really don't like that goes past the rising sun, that to the top to the South Downs way there is pretty much exactly two miles. But you know, like we shouldn't just concentrate on the South Downs way because the South Downs is actually I think it's one of the biggest national parks in the country, isn't it? So the yeah. incorporates a massive area. So wherever you are around like that kind of area on the South Downs way, there's all sorts of trails and stuff going off, which will keep on the South Downs and similar kind of terrain and stuff. So. This is, this is so true. This is so true. And, and, and this is the kind of stuff that I'd really love to like kind of dig out these, these conversations and stuff. Cause I know Alex, you're often out on the weekend with various groups of people discovering new trails and obviously being a lot of the time led by a previous guest on the show, Dave Poole, who knows every single path, I think in, on the south downs yeah. he's, he's incredible he's got he's like a built-in compass in his head or something um absolutely brilliant but listen before we get going i'm, I'm sure the listeners are wondering who you are 
uh, where that very familiar accent is from, that beautiful accent, which makes me feel very <laughs> um, And I know mine will probably change a little bit over time as well. But listen, um, I'll, I'll hand over to you just for a couple of minutes. You can tell us who you are, um, where you're from, and perhaps maybe just like a little bit of an introduction to like the type of running you do and, and maybe your own passions and, and anything else you think we'll find interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Alex Murphy. I, I grew, as you can hear, I, I grew up in uh, South Africa. I was actually, I was actually born out here. I was born in Wales, believe it or not. And then uh, wow. I moved out to SA when I was uh, two. Well, uh, it was Zimbabwe. Then we moved to South Africa. I lived in Joburg until I was about 12. And then we moved down to Cape Town where I grew up there, went did all my high school there. Uh, absolutely fantastic part of the world. Mm. Um, yeah. And then uh, I kind of, I say running wise, I kind of, I, I used to do a little bit of Muay Thai kickboxing in, in uh, South Africa. I was never very good. I got my head kicked in plenty. So don't think I was this amazing, <laughs> amazing bloke. But I, 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 I actually, it's, uh, there's a bit of a theme going out. Injured, I, I, I actually um, tore the, uh, the uh, rotator cuff muscles in both my shoulders. So I couldn't train for a while. Okay. And uh, I just decided one day that I said to my dad, we're on holiday in like uh, Azerfontaine, which is like this little, you know, like seaside town. And I just said to him, look, I'm going to run up this road. Uh -huh. And then just come and fetch me when I've, or stop me when I've run 21 kilometers. <laughs> so, okay. I, yeah, no, I know. Seriously, I, I honestly Random. did that. I took no water, like no water, no food, and just went for a run. But I knew, I felt like I was going to die. And um, <laughs> eventually he came and he came and found me. And I was, I was just like literally in a massive suffer fest in the middle. It's like almost like in the desert, bro. And wow. um, he found me and I, and I really enjoyed it, but obviously, you know, like no nutritional real water or anything to drink. And I, I got through it because I was quite fit through the, uh, the kickboxing. So then I entered, um, uh, it was the, uh, what's two, it, the oceans? two oceans. That's the one. Yeah. Two oceans half. And I did that and I trained for that. Um, but just running, you know, I've never, I'll be honest with you, like, you know, never really looked at any kind of plans or anything that just kind of got into running and enjoyed it that way. Um, and then kind of took a back seat on the, on the martial arts because I got told by a, a orthopedic surgeon, like it's either you stop or, you know, you, you're going to have to have a like, serious surgery or whatever. So I put that on the back burner and then just got into running, but nothing major as in like, I kind of did that half marathon and then just kind of ran for myself. Okay. Um, so while I was living and growing up in Cape Town, I, I, I lived in uh, Tukai and then I used to run from there to Simonstown along the coast road. And my dad, again, would come and just pick me up on a Sunday and then we'd just go get a little bit hammered at this pizza place in Nurek, which was epic. Really. So you like, okay. you know, do a nice run and then have a couple of beers on a Sunday. Lovely. Um, and that's how I got into that. And then, and, and I'll be honest, when I came, then my, my whole family kind of immigrated back to the UK and they went back up to North Wales and I was doing my plumbing apprenticeship and I just kind of finished that off mm -hmm. and then moved back there. Um, and uh, so I lived in, in North Wales for six months and I, I wasn't really running anything, anything, you know, like, you know, maybe 10 10k maybe three four times a week and okay. um and then move down to london and then obviously when you move down there and you're in your 20s everything just goes out the window so uh <laughs> met my missus and i still i tried to keep fit try to keep fit and then we we eventually moved down to portsmouth and um i started training here again um i came down for a job and we just obviously bought a house down here and never left but I started training again and I, I thought I'd try and enter a few races. I did a couple of 10Ks and then I took my nephew uh, skateboarding and um, 
basically there was nobody there it was like i don't know it must have been about 10 o'clock in the morning it was somewhere in titchfield some like skate park and he said to me uncle alex i bet you can't drop in on that quarter pipe oh. and i was like well obviously i can i mean it's like 14 years since i've done anything like that don't be stupid <laughs> and I, I and i dropped i dropped in on it and i took completely dislocated my ankle it was like a foot in a bag so wow. um yeah is that, is that so like i had, had like a plate and six pins in there and um it's kind of just put a stop to me running or even thinking that i could ever really run again and that was like in kind of like my mid to mid to, mid to late 20s i think um and uh but while oh, this is oh the other thing is it's not you know it just doesn't stop there I, uh, I, I tried to start running again, but I just get this really sharp pain in my ankle. And eventually, like long story short, I, they eventually sent me for a CT scan because I had like a plate and pins in there. They couldn't do an MRI. And, and it was one of those moments where you're sitting in the, like the, the surgery and, and the, you know, you got all the doctors going around or whatever. And the guy took a look at my x-ray and then he like called everybody over and you're like, that's always a good, good yeah, sign. You know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, I had like a massive hole. I had no cartilage in the joint, which is why every time I try to run, it, it really hurt. So I had to have another operation and uh, regrow the cartilage. And I just thought, well, my running career is, is over. And I'm, not that it ever really started, to be honest. And then um, a few years back, I've been running properly three years now. So a few years, I've always wanted to run a marathon. Um, it, I've been toying with it for ages. I've got into all sorts of other sports. So I did like, I mean, I scuba diving up to cave diver level and, you know, always kind of, I always like to take things to, I can't just be happy with just being a normal flipping dude. You, could, you know, like to swim around in the water or whatever. I always you like to challenge. But yeah, so I thought, no, look, it's time I tried. I tried to do this marathon and eventually, you know, I got into it. I, I followed a, a terrible running program. Um, which didn't do me any good at all. And I, I just ran a very, very tough, I made that ver marathon very tough for myself, but I got around it and I really enjoyed it. And um, I thought, well, now I've run a marathon. Well, that's done now. And uh, so I thought I'd run 50K and then I ran a 50K and then it's like, oh, well, I need to do something else, ended a 50 miler and, and that's how it, it, it kind of went. I, I, I never, I've never run a road marathon. I've... Um, Sounds a familiar story, though. Sounds, sounds a familiar story, doesn't it, Dave? Like, um, you know, well, I've done that. I've, yeah. I've done yeah, that. Yeah, you know, you, you, you kind of tick a box. And I just, I just like what's, it's always uh, like, you you know, you've, you, I can do that. So I want to try something else and see what else I can do. You know, you keep pushing yeah. and keep pushing. So, and that was yeah. it. But then obviously that was only a few years back. And then, you know, it's, through lockdown, I mean, I've, I've, I've only, I've, you know, my, my, I haven't got the most illustrious running career, I'd say. I mean, I've only done, done a few some big, big stuff. Races. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, I mean, but you know, it's, 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 um, that's, that's just where I'm at really. So that was, that was okay. the history of my running, you know, so it's, okay. I had a long break, a long break, good 10 year break before I even thought I could even run. And then I've just, since then, the only thing that doesn't hurt is my ankle, which is quite funny, I think. So, you know, everything else is completely stuffed and uh the, the one thing i did real real damage on is it's just great so uh okay kudos to the uh the surgeon i suppose <laughs> wow okay cool so in, in, interesting story there so so um uk south africa bit of running muay, muay thai injury back to wales running okay so there's there, there was loads in there um, I think uh, Alex, Alex and I have got a kind of similar mentality when it comes to taking things on because I, I was never really that tempted by road marathons or anything like that myself. And then 
and pretty much started running and then found out about ultras and 100 milers and were like, well, why would you want to do a road marathon if you can do that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's, it's about like, I think like environments as well. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I don't want to, to me, like running a race where there's, I don't know, 50,000 people cheering you on and like I, I run for escape you know what i mean i enjoy i enjoy like i think there's nothing better in an ultra where you're like on your own for like two or three hours bro you know what i mean like just yeah. like you get a gap that. and you're like and then you're in your own head and it's like oh how am i gonna and you have a bad you have a like a bad spell and you're like how am I, the only person who can get you out of it is yourself i think and that, that's what i enjoy about running i mean I'd, I'd be happy you know i'm happy like every now and again i'll just go and well when i when i can bloody run is go like do a 50k on my own and and just have like four or five hours to myself and and uh because i enjoy i enjoy the process and and also just being like out like this is this is why the downs i suppose and this this episode is so important because you know to get away from it all you know i don't yeah. i don't look for i don't want to be around a load of people just like you know i, I just want to be on my own bro, and just like and racing's great but i love the training just as much and, and it's it's where you train that i think is important you know that's yeah. that's what, yeah, that's what yeah, i do Really good point. Really good point. I think I think that really ties it back nicely to kind of like the subject of this this episode, which is the South Downs Way, and, and kind of how much of an escape and how much of a fantastic training ground it, it is, and it offers just so much variety and and so many different kind of challenges in itself in each run, even. So, um, yeah. So I'm really pleased that we can kind of kind of chat about that as well over the the course of this episode. But no, that's that, that's brilliant. And listen, um, just to kind of finish that off with your running, I was going to kind of list out just a few of the things that you sent me that you had done and achieved with your running, Alex, because I think it's kind of like a lot of them are, are pretty noticeable and, and worth mentioning. So obviously two oceans, half marathon, uh, 2018 Portsmouth coastal marathon, 2019 Isle of Wight ultra, which was your first 50 K race. You came second as well, which is fantastic. And I know that yeah, you there, was three, there was three of us, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> three of you on the podium yeah maybe <laughs> um and listen you you also did that to kind of raise uh money for for alzheimer's society as well um, yeah my, my dad um he's got parkinson's and dementia and uh so when I, I i completed the marathon i thought well look i'm going to take up another challenge i'm not going to do another marathon i'm, I'm going to go and do i had a look at where, where i could raise some money and and um and then get him down there because you know like uh, well, anyway, like we, we, my parents got divorced when I was very young and then mm -hmm. they got remarried when I was 18 and okay. angry. I mean, so my dad missed out on quite a lot and he, he lives with a, a lot of regret. And uh, so he's never really watched me do any real sport. He couldn't exactly come watch me do any diving or cave diving. I mean, let's face it, you you know, that's a... <laughs> not a spectator sport. No, and that's not a spectator sport. So he, he I, I thought I'd get him down there. So, so we kind of organized the weekend. My mom came down and then we my, he watched me kind of... My wife drove them around and just watched me do the do the uh, race. I had no idea I was going to do as well as I did. I mean, it, it, you know, it wasn't exactly the most cracking time anyway. But, it, it, you know, like I think most people were doing the 100K. But for my first 50K... I mean, at the end of it, I was absolutely blowing out of my ass, but um, it was it was it was great. It was a great day, and I absolutely loved it. And that's really what's kind of once I'd got that, you know, to get a. I mean, I know it was. Uh, look, I've, I've, I'll probably never ever get second place ever again. But to do that, it kind of spurred me on to to you know to try bigger and better things. It was like a it was a good mor morale booster. And uh, yeah, I mean, my dad, he was just so blown away. You know what I mean? Like if he knew and it wasn't if if only I'm glad he didn't kind of twig. It wasn't the most competitive race ever, but uh, it was a great day for him and and for me and and yeah. So and that's why I did it. But uh, anyway, 
yeah, enough about that. Yeah. Oh, well, well done, mate. Well done. I, th- I think that's brilliant. I don't, David, I don't know whether you want to say anything uh, on top of that, but yeah, it's, it's, I guess that really kind of spurred you on to do well. And uh, yeah, really nice to kind of show, show to your dad, like what it is that you do, which is great. But what I would say about that is that I was annoyed that I didn't sign up for the hundred K because I finished the 50 K and then you watch everyone carrying on. I was like, dude, I could, I could, I want to carry on. You know, and that, then, that was like when oh, no, I need to do run hundred K or I need to do a, that. That for me, I finished that race and I, I wasn't ready to, to stop. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's that, your type that, A personality. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. But it also was like, uh, it just, it, you, you just see the race and, and then you just want to carry on, don't you? And that's mm-hmm. what I enjoy about long distance running. It's, yeah. it's, it's epic. Yeah. Listen, um, just quickly to finish off, Wendover Woods, you've done Chilton Wonderland, 50 Miler, 2020 Hangers Way FKT, Serpent Trail FKT self-supported. So first, that was the first one time you'd, you'd done 100K. I'm sure you didn't, uh, you weren't thinking I can carry on for a 200 after that one. But anyway. No, um, no, I just, that uh, that nearly killed me, that one. That, yo, that was, uh, that was a tough day out. Yeah, yeah. And, and the big one, which obviously uh, Dave and I are going to grill you about, which is the 2021 uh, ultra trail queen elizabeth country park um the hundred miler uh so yeah we, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in, in a little bit of detail but we'll leave it for now but um big way around seventh place in 435 uts another big one i think dave's got loads of questions about that one which was the 100k you placed 29th um and the a100 which you said yeah hardest race yet which is a lot of listeners will recognize as another centurion race um so dude that, i mean that's a huge list you know I, dave i don't know i don't know what you th- what, what you're thinking but i'm thinking alex is saying that he hasn't done much and and there's a there's a freaking cv and a half there of running yeah and they're decent results as well i think yeah. when you said you haven't got the most illustrious career and then um uh, so I'm, I'm blown away by it really yeah. you've yeah. got a lot going on there yeah. especially stuff like yes and the hundred milers they're they're big races man yeah and he, and he can kick ass with Muay Thai as well and ride a skateboard. It's just, uh, you know. No, I, can't, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even beat myself up, uh, Dan. <laughs> I'll try a punch and just dislocate my own shoulder. So I just, I'm a passive, I'm a lover, not a hater, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell, tell you what, Dave, we've been running on the South Downs at night and it can get a little bit eerie sometimes. So, so Alex, next time I'm running at night time, I'm having you along because you, you're going to protect us against any kind of like scary uh, killer badgers <laughs> or clowns or anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure, bro. I'll just, yeah, no. You got yeah, no chance. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, listen, let's let, let, let's get started because um, I, th- I think on the to- on the topic at hand, the South Downs Way, right? I mean, you know, I, there's, there's not really much more we can kind of say in terms of like how much we we enjoy training there, and, and you know, we often find us there on the weekends, meeting up for various runs. Um, uh, for those who don't know, I think the the South Downs Way is it's about 161 kilometers, so it's just shy of 100 miles in total from Winchester to Eastbourne, passing through what I think, especially in the second half is like some of the most beautiful uh, kind of farmlands and hills and countryside ever, especially when you get closer to kind of Brighton, when you can look over one shoulder and see the sea and then look over the other shoulder and just see this kind of like patchwork of, of, of green and brown farms all, o- all over the place. I think it's just spectacular. Um, and Dave, you said it's one of the, one of the biggest national parks. Uh, I, I didn't yeah, know. I think, it I think, I think so. A, a quick Google would sort that out. And I think it's actually a chalk ridge as well, isn't it? It's, yes. I'm thinking that, that it goes like a hundred mile chalk ridge. Yeah, um, it does. Yeah, absolutely. You are, you are right. It does speak about lots of chalk. And I think there are kind of like some, yeah. some big chalky hills, um, kind of sea facing hills, aren't there at some point, like near Brighton somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I should have done my homework on this before now. Like, <laughs> um, that 
I did interestingly did see a BBC program some time ago that was a guy just you know waxing lyrical about uh, how fantastic the South Downs is and um, it's really quite um, it does some really decent British wine apparently and I know that down the road there's Hambledon vineyards isn't there but apparently all across the ridge there's different vineyards because it's really um, like a decent climate for growing grapes. Ah, so, I see. All these interesting oh, facts. Cool. Yeah, like, loads of like, you know, wildlife and flowers and stuff like that. And butterflies, I think it's quite famous for as well. Yeah. Ah, brilliant. Well, I mean, the whole trail is, is kind of like popular for, for, I guess, hikers, walkers. You see um, all your, your, your deer kind of doing their, their walks and hikes. Um, also, you often see uh, some of those creatures we we try not to mention on the show called cyclists um, passing by, <laughs> going down, going down the hills. I'm only joking, cyclists. Don't worry if you're a cyclist. I, I apologise. <laughs> bit of a bit of bit of friendly banter and competition there. Um, but no, it's it's you know it's a fascinating route, and I think for like for the listeners, especially who 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 are listening to the show, who are local, um, a lot of the time you find Queen Elizabeth Country Park is kind of like our epicenter, I guess, of the. Uh, of the South Downs Way, because often people go straight there to to drive and park up and things. It's it's really easy. You've got the 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 nice centre there now that they've kind of renovated, and you've got a nice cafe. You can sit in and have coffee. Yeah. But I believe that there are other places if you're travelling up there to run that you can park. So so you guys will know more about this. And I'm obviously apart from Big Bastard Bungalow, Dave. Yeah, Big Old Bastard <laughs> Bungalow. Which is where um, Dave is. I'm not going to be um, cynical about it, but it's amazing what happens to the visitor centre when they start paying a little bit more for parking. Isn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it, yeah. Used be, it used to be about 60p a day or something like that, and now it's a good five quid, isn't it, to go and park there? But um, not yeah. to distract from the amazing facilities that they have around right the beautiful country park. But um, certainly, like throughout the years, we've parked down at like in Bereton and stuff. To, is it is it safe up. there dave is it because i hear sometimes in some of those car yeah, parks it's not too safe yeah the car parks out the back of the country park near Bereton up kiln lane i've seen quite a few cars be broken in there but you know okay now Bereton pond is Bereton pond is very safe yeah oh, that's true, yes. if you park if you park next to the chair that's like i mean we're giving it all away though guys i mean oh. that's like, and it's also it's <laughs> but also it's 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 you know you you've got really good because you are literally just one sharp hill away from the south downs way yeah so you don't have yeah. to if you just fancy heading out like towards harting down and and beyond then you can just go from there and you don't have to trek your way all the way through qe and uh you know depending on what you how you want to make up your runs so I yeah. think uh, Burton Pond is a great place to park. It's free, very safe. I mean, I've left my car there overnight. I don't know how many, well, I've been running there overnight, but I mean, like I, I never ever, like never had a problem there. And, okay. and like you said, but the, but the car park literally just up the hill as you come into the back of QE. I mean, like a couple of weeks back, I saw a couple of guys there, his windscreen had been smashed in. So, oh, really? you know, that, yeah, no, seriously. So, I mean, they were sweeping the glass up. It's, uh, so it can, it can get, um, broken into it but i've never never ever had a problem down in uh, in burton and next okay. to the fun there okay i guess it's a little bit kind of busy around there and there's a, like a few more kind of houses and things down by the church so yeah um, and in so. that parking uh, there's uh, like a um i think just behind the church it's almost residential and like some of the residents park in that park, car park as they're parking you know what i mean yeah. so i mean it's it is really safe down there so yeah. and yeah so like you said there are loads of, there's loads of little like, little cottages around there near the parking anyway 
Okay. So Alex, if you park down there, which is your preferred uh, way up onto the downs from, from Burris and Church? Uh, well, you can, you can, so basically if you, there's, well, there's three ways you can get out of there, isn't there? So you can go back up under the, uh, the railway bridge and which will take you kind of almost back towards QE. And it's a nice, I mean, well, it's a sharp hill. So I enjoy, you know, if you really want to get the, the heart going and warmed up pretty quick, you can head up that way. And then it kind of takes you, it kicks you out, um, opposite the little car park before you go into Queen Elizabeth country park. Okay. Yep. So the one we just been talking head, about. Yeah, head yeah. left, head left, and then go and, and go back along the downs that way. Um, or you can go at 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 the um, at the car park if you turn if you have the church at your back and you look at, to the bottom of the car park and the and the pond is on your right. There's a trail that goes directly between two fields. Okay. Um, you can head up there, and again, that's also a really nice gnarly little climb, um, and that spits you out of the top. Uh, onto the South Downs Way, and from there you can head head to your right about twenty five to thirty meters, and do a loop of head down as well, and add that to your run. So I, sometimes I go up there, or there is again the car park, ponds on your right. You, you where you go to go up between the two fields, you can follow a left, and it takes you round another little field, and then it's, they call it, uh, Dave calls it the Milky Way. And again, it's another little gnarly climb that kicks you out onto the downs. So there's three ways from Burton Pond. Okay. So it's, it's great. I, I mean, I, I liked dropping into Burton because of the vertical gain, because it gives you, I mean, there's some steep climbs there and it's beautiful around Burton, you know. Um, I, I like, I enjoy Butzer Hill, but Burton, Butzer always feels like you're working. Burton because it's just so lovely around there. It just feels like you're running. You know what I mean? Or well, yeah. you're not really well. You're struggling and running, but it's 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 so nice around there. So yeah. oh, nice, one, it take, nice takes one. Takes a little bit of exploring, doesn't it, around like that area, just to kind of get to know some of the trails and taking some chances on some trails. Um, like the country park has got some real steep bits, hasn't it? I don't know the one bit that. Uh, the other ginger Dave found was uh, now a Strava segment called Dead Mouse that that goes up like one of in the back. Do you know that sort of like um, when you come coming up from Berriton um, on Kiln Lane and then you go up that kind of weird switchback thing through the woods? Yes, um, I, I, yeah. I know the one you mean. Yeah, I love oh. that. I love that hill. <laughs> you shot up there last time I ran up with there with you, and I was like. <laughs> a sweaty mess at the bottom just looking like I was about to have an asthma attack <laughs> <laughs> now listen Dave you mentioned the dead mouse that's one of the routes because I was going to ask you guys about your favorite routes later around there what I will do is all these routes that we mention on this call I'll I'll gather them for the show notes so if you are if you are listening and you and you kind of fancy having a crack at these routes or downloading them from Strava um, I'll link off to them separately on the show notes so you can grab them there just thought I mentioned that yeah Oh, cool. Yeah. Excellent. So, so Dave, listen, you obviously come from, from Burriton side, uh, uh, not from Burriton side, from uh, Sunderton Lane side, um, yeah. from, from, from yeah. Canfield. Um, and you said earlier, you kind of get onto the South Downs via those long roads. Now, Alex, I've got to remind you, uh, yourself, myself, and, and Stuart Binchon ran up one of those roads recently. Do you remember, do you remember heading up that? Yes. Hill? Yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. burner, that one, man. That's nice. Wow, that I tell you what, that road. There's something about that road, but it's it's almost like it's on a conveyor belt, and there's some sick and twisted yeah. joker who just keeps stretching the road further and further. It just never ends. 
I love you a hill like that near Brew for tra- for like doing like long and steady hill in- like intervals, Brew. That thing is just the bomb. I- I- I've never run up there before. That's like a that's a yeah. serious serious section that one, Brew. Yeah. Never it was, it's a se- it's a segment, isn't it? I didn't even know it was a segment. We got because when we got back, I checked on the um, on the, on Strava, and that's an actual segment, isn't it? So it's ah. it's a, you're you're lucky, Dave, to have that that thing there, Brew, because that's because it isn't. It's not like too steep that. You know, it's just one of yeah. those slow burners that you just it just keeps eating away at you and slowly eat you alive until you finish. Yeah, it's it's really good, man. Do you need to try and avoid it from now on? Like, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go, you go past the Hampshire hog, Dave. <laughs> the nice easy one. Yeah, well, yeah, totally, totally. Listen, D- Dave, have you ever used that hill? Because, like Alex said, you know, often people, like as runners, especially when we're doing hill reps, it's 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 difficult enough to find that perfect kind of gradient that goes on for long enough that you can get a good long steady hill session up but th- but i think alex you hit the nail on the head there those hills are perfect for it so so does michelle ever get you training on there dave i've, I've done it a few times but i'm a bit mm, a bit i prefer butts a hill really because it seems to have everything it's got that kind of kick up that makes it really steep so you can do like 30 second reps down like towards the bottom of it or minute and a half reps. And then if you need to get something really steep, you can go to the kick up. Yep. So I tend to like just head out towards that way because it's about a 20 minute, 20 minute run. So you're nice and warmed up by that. Whereas if I go up that road, I'm still not quite properly warm up, warmed up yet. Okay. Okay. Um, I tend now to go through Bluebell Woods, which is a wicked little kind of, um, you know, woods, it's only about maybe half mile square type thing. It's really tiny. And go through there and then there's a nice long kind of um a bit more rocky, a bit more muddy um hill yeah. that takes you out, yeah. out in the South Downs way as well. Is, I think I I, I pointed that out. Too. I think I mentioned that when we were running up that road, um, Alex, uh, f- a few weeks ago. I, that's the bit that I said to said to you I got lost in. So Dave says it's like really small. Yes, um, yes. I was literally like, I felt like I was in a box, but I was lost. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> but I, 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 the thing is though, Dan, aren't you quite notorious for, for getting lost? I hate to say it, Brie. I know that, yeah. uh, but uh, Dave, Dave said you've been, you got yourself lost a couple of times. Give me or, give, or give, the, a little ginger, Dave. Give me a straight, give me a straight line any day and, and I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, I may get lost at the turnaround point, but honestly, like I, I much prefer to know where I'm going. So um <laughs> Like I'd, I'd be happy. Stick me on a treadmill in a in a phone booth. I'll be happy. Like, I, I won't get lost. Um, like, one of the beauties of, of going around here is just looking at finding up um, all the other trails around here anyway, and getting yourself a little bit lost to find out how to get back home again. It's really great fun. So if you go like down towards East Meon, there's so many different little trails that you can take and little roads that you can go along that have got little trails coming off of them and then you might find yourself going up the back of Butser Hill and stuff like that so it's definitely worth exploring if you can get your head out of like just going in the straight line because I know uh, Dan you're a bit of a uh, um, QE to uh, cocking and back kind of fan aren't you? Yeah I mean I know every single step of that way but but Dave it's so true I think I think you guys have already like said something I need to repeat here for for, especially for the listeners who may be like a little bit apprehensive about going up to the South Downs if you can go and park in either Burriton or or Kiwi Country Park don't don't do what I always do which is Dave Dave just said is just running the same route over and over and over I think it's kind of safe to say that you can just pick a route on the South Downs or, or around the area 
and just head out and just explore because it is safe enough and and all the paths will always end up somewhere that you'll recognize so i think you know it's probably worth worth mentioning that and, and i need to be better at doing that i think yeah do you know I, there was one run that i did around there that had so many different interlinking trails um just from doing about 15 miles because there's there's the wayfarers walk isn't there that crosses into the south downs and then there's um uh, shipwrights way that goes down there as well in the sussex border trail yep that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, oh God, there's probably more Hangers Way that crosses into it as well. So you can, in a really short time, you can tick off so many different trails. Mm. Hangers, yeah, Hangers Way is nice. It's, that's quite a cool little, if you are going to do but then it's Alton back to, to QE, isn't it? But that's quite a cool little little trail. I did that with Dave. That was, that was good fun. Have you guys set the FKT on that route as well? Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bringing that up just to, but it is quite a cool, because um, the thing is, you, you can you can start that, you know, that's like, yes, that's what I did, Dan. Um, no, you can, no, because it, it starts, at, you can you can go from QE to Alton, Alton to QE, can't you? So uh, I know that um, Mike Groves, he's done an out and back on that. I think he's got a he's got an out and back FKT on that. And the GPX file is, is fairly good. We got lost a couple of times, but I think obviously pick, Pick your time of year because when it's, if you've got to go through, um, what is it, uh, steep and all that around there, and, and um, the Ashford hangers, oh, the mud is just terrible. But like yeah. in the summer, it's it's great. But that's quite cool. I mean, like the fact that you've got all these trails heading out of the park, and um, you know, I I, I thought, uh, yeah, hangers way was was good fun, good nice nice little trail that. Excellent. But, um, I tend to like what I enjoy about the park. So I, I paid for a, um, like an annual pass, which is pretty cool because what it allows me to do is to go there after work. Yeah. And I, I park in the main car park is obviously um, I've got my tools in my van and uh, you know, that gives me a little bit of security there, but it allows me to run after work. So I, I, I was quite lucky. I was, I was working up in uh, Lipuk for like two, three years. So like all through the lockdown and, well, so I just literally finish work, drive from Liverpool, get out the van, go running around, you know, up Butser Hill and all that to his training for UTS and all that kind of thing. And then we'll just bang out 10 miles around QE. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I enjoy the park. I, I like to train within in and around the park. So I think you can get so much out of it. So if you are quite nervous about, you know, going for like a long out and back or, or picking a trail that kind of takes you out of the park, you can get so much in that little park there's so many different routes and you said you, you get a, a monthly is it a monthly or yearly pass so I, pay, pay, so I paid an annual annual pass um for, for for queen elizabeth country park and it's like 60 quid a year i mean like if you think you know if they've charged you like five pound a go i mean i was going like almost two three times a week at, at one stage Brie. i mean you work it out every year like you pretty much own most of the park you know what i mean it's like it's just ridiculous so like an annual pass is the way forward and then also that just allows you i find like like i said because i go in there in my van and you know i've got tools in the back or whatever but like there's cameras and it feels safer you can park right next to the thing blah 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 and then you've got a good point to to basically go out and train you know i train i train up there all year i don't just like in the winter i even i'll go up there on my own um, and run like 10 miles around the park on my, on my own. No problem. I, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, I think it's really safe. Uh, I, I keep, the only people you really see are like other like mountain bikers and the odd runner. And, and it's, it's like you come back and your car is, is guaranteed to be there and intact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I think uh, another, another good tip as well is that I think on those car parking, uh, the, the, especially the, the yearly stuff that you get, I think you can actually put two cars on, can't you? So you can actually yeah, you can, but you can't be there. You can't be there at the same time. So oh. that's the only thing. That's the only thing they don't allow. But uh, yes, yeah. you, you get two. You get two cars. So like my wife, uh, mine and my wife's car, my van and my wife's cars is is on there. So it allows her to go and you know she goes there in the week, and okay. does her training yeah. there. You know, Dave, what is uh, Dave? Dave, what are the uh, before you you talk, Dave? What are your rates like at Big Bastard Bungalow? Ten pound an hour. Go on. What did you want to say, Dave? No, I was gonna I was gonna ask because you've done UTS, which is pretty much a mountain race, isn't it? And has yes. some long hills that you can probably be going. Am I right in thinking you probably go uphill for an hour or two at a time? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. So, um. Did you do all your training at the country park for that, or did you kind of venture elsewhere? Because you need you need to get in the kind of um, so, yeah so, like that, don't you? So I started out. I was doing. Uh, I started out. Obviously, all so everything for that really I did on Butser Hill, and then right. I do long runs in the park at the back where all the steep stuff is at the back. You know that that one we spoke spoke about all um, long runs and then incorporate Butser as well, but. For, for to get them my mind and legs well it's the only way i could do it as i did so i started out doing like uh 10 reps of butza twice a week um midweek and then so which would give you a thousand meters of vert and then i changed it as i got closer I, the best i think the best place to train for a mountain race if you can't go anywhere like get up to you know if you you, you know like get up and do some get some experience in brick and beacons or something like that you know what i mean like to, to to train in hampshire is to go over the back into grandfather's bottom and then i just did reps of seriously and satan's climb and i just did 10 just in the bowl 10 loops of that um i did that twice a week uh once or twice a week and i'd do three loops of three reps of butter and then i'd get like over like 14 15k i get like 1300 meters of elevation bro. It's yeah, so, it's and, 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 and because you're doing because of the steepness of um you know the the the, the, the steepness of the of the climbs or on seriously and satan's climb it's just like and it's just, and it's such a crack trail as well it's just like yeah. being in Snowden. so it's very yeah. you know like it's it's quite slippery uh, a little bit too, you know you you get a real good it gives you what you need so that when you get to the uh, to the mountains it's not a shock you know what i mean i wasn't I wasn't shocked by what was ahead of me, you know, like I've, yeah, I've done it and, and you can really pound your, because you, I was just going up and down, you know, it's, it's, it's not just about the ascent. It's about getting the descent in your legs yeah. as well. So I found I train, training around the back of the bowl was excellent. I thought. For stuff like that, you need to go and get strong legs. Isn't it? It's not all about the running, is it? It's about having that time going up and like trudging up something really steep and taking those steps up. Yeah. If you're like, stepping over rocks and things like that so i know that is satan's climb the one that um they're directly opposite each other aren't they yeah, they you are, kind of just come down back up. yeah you just go down i did like 10 10 of those so i do three reps, yeah. reps of um uh, butter of butter the middle the middle one just to warm up and then i'd go over to the bowl do 10 of those and then do this last climb up the back and then that was yeah. my workout. And I thought that was just, and that, you know, my legs were really, because Brie, you're not running. Like, mine running, mine res, like, I, I don't have a lot of mine experience at all. But from what I can gather, you know, you don't run. If you, you hike. And if you're not, and, and, and so what my, my thing going into this race was like, I, I, 
I, I can pre- I'm pretty good at climbing. I'm not a, a mountain athlete. I'm not going to run down the descents. So I'm just going to take my time on the descents. And I pushed hard on the climbs. So that's how I trained. So I just was careful on the descent and, and went as hard as I could on the, on the climbs to get my legs strong. And, and it, it, it worked out, Brett. You know what I mean? It's because I think there was one section because when we, me and Dave, we hit a section. I think there was only like between two uh, aid stations. It was like 400 meters, bro. I couldn't believe it. It was like, we're actually running. We ran for like, I think more than 20 minutes. We're like high-fiving. <laughs> <laughs> so this is great. Look at this. We're running. And the rest of it is just like, just a, a, a grind, you know? So uh, it's, um, yeah. yeah, that that you can really prepare there. And, and, and I think, and then going into the park. So if you, you know, for your long run, you can incorporate so many so many like if you really if you want to get vertical gain there dude you can you can you can make some serious vert there if you if you work at it i mean not just having to do repeats i mean i did a so i did a um a half marathon i thought i'd see if i could do a half marathon and do every steep hill in in queen elizabeth country park without having to go over into Batsa and not run the same hill twice and I did it. It just worked out just on 21 kilometers. And we got, I think it was about 800 meters of vert wow. elevation right. around the park, just around the park. You know, we didn't, and that was just dropping. So the, the only time we left that was to drop into butts into uh, Burton to do the three climbs out of Burton. And then it was back into QE. And, and then you've obviously you've got um, head down, which basically is part of QE anyway. So if you really yeah. want it, you can, you can, you can find it there. I, I, that's why I love that place. Bro you know you can mix it up so much it's it's a fantastic place to train and what i was trying to say earlier is, is if you if you're nervous about heading out you know 20 20 odd k down to your old head down and you, you don't you don't you don't want to be stuck you know you're worried am i going to get injured am i going to do you know you can train around that park and you can make it work you know you can get yeah, yeah. really fit really quick and 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 feel yeah, confident yeah. that you, you're not gonna you're not too far from your car or if something goes wrong there's always going to be somebody there or you know, you're only seven, seven, like a six kilometer walk from the car park at any one point, really. You know what I mean? So it's, it's quite good that way. I think if you, if you, if you're starting out in trail running and you want to just build your confidence, then, then, you know, that's a great place to go. Love it. So, Absolutely love it. Yeah. I, th- I think that's super important. And and I can relate to the, the training you did at, over on grandfather's bottom, which is a name I, I absolutely still love by the way, but, um, <laughs> those, those who have been there and, and run it or hiked it, like you say, uh, will know why it's called grandfather's bottom. Cause it is literally a giant ass cheek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did, I did similar stuff to you, Alex for CCC. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I would only echo what you said about the fact that once you do that and you train over there and, and you, and you go and do that vert, it's the mountains are not so much of a shock. So I, th- I think you, you were right in, in saying that for sure. Definitely. And the thing is, what I find about the park is that as a year, you know, the seasons change, but it, it, it never looks the same. So I never get bored going there. I know it's, it's, it's it seems ridiculous. I, lo- I just, when I ch- turn up there, I'm so happy because that place is just so rad. I mean, there's so much. So I like, obviously we chop and change it every now and again, but if you said to me, let's go, where do you want to go running? I'll just say, well, I'll see you at QE. You know yeah. what I mean? For out of there, I, I just enjoy, I enjoy running around there and, and you can make it as hard or as well. That's the other thing as well. Nothing's ever too easy. So there's always, you're always going to do a little bit of work there. You know, you, you're always going uphill a bit. You can make them easier runs, but you know, if you, yeah. it's proper trail running, it's not like flat groom trails all, you know, um, there, there are hills everywhere. So it's, it's, you, you, you build that leg strength and the, the hill strength and, 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 uh, but you can make it as easy or as difficult as you want. And that's, that's what I like about it. 
Perfect. Now, some some really good messages we're getting out there for, for people who want to kind of go up and go up and train. I think I'm actually due to take a couple of people soon up there um, for some training. Some 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 guys who run in Portsmouth and they want to kind of get up into the down. So, really looking forward to going up going up there soon. And uh, yeah, I may may give you guys a bell. But listen, I was going to ask you guys. Um, a lot of people will recognise because um, you said earlier, um, Alex, about the fact that you're not too far away from like good support and stuff, but. You guys know the the house that always leave that wooden kind of trolley tray table thing with all the yes. food and the drinks, eh? So yeah, I think the the owner of that of that place or, or it's actually a business. It's like a web design business that they that they run out of there called uh, Leaping Cow, which you can Google. Um, I think the owner's name is Chris. He um, I, I emailed him one day and messaged him through the business because I kind of looked. I was, I was like, what is this house like? Who, who are they? So I went onto the map and I, and I realized it was this kind of web design business. So I emailed them and said, you know, just kind of like on behalf of, of myself and my friends who kind of pass here regularly, it's, we think it's fantastic what you guys do leaving the food. Um, yeah. So it was just interesting to kind of touch base with them. And I said, you know, oh, one day we should kind of get you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I've never, ever bought anything from that, that little store because they just leave flapjacks out in a little jar, don't they? Like a little honesty jar. Yeah, that's it. And I've always run past it and gone, I'm so glad that's there for when I'm falling to pieces in the future. <laughs> they're good flapjacks, man. They're, they're really it, looks, it looks really good, though. The stuff, I mean, it's it's nice stuff as well, isn't it? It's not exactly like, I mean, it's 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 lovely. You no, know, it's I, 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 I'll be honest, I've never tried anything. But, that's um, good, man. You must have a flapjack from there. I highly recommend them. Very, very, very good. <laughs> very tasty. <laughs> I needed one one day so badly. I was like, so pleased, you know, because you could, you, like you say, you're close to the park, but I think I was heading out. So I didn't have any food. And I was like, oh, I'm pretty hungry this morning. So I, I, I bought one and took one along with me. It was all wrapped in, um, in tin foil. So it was perfect. Yeah, it was good. It was good. So yeah. thank you. Thank you they're, to, they're, to Chris. They're definitely there for the piece of people that have fallen to pieces, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's run out of like water. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Run of this overcooked it. So listen, guys. In terms of in terms of races on the on the South Downs, obviously everyone or a lot of people know that there is the South Downs Way 100, which is kind of from Winchester to Eastbourne. But there are also kind of quite a lot of local kind of like running clubs and and businesses. And I think there's even more sprouting up now. There are more people coming to QE to run events. And I know we've got Second Wind running, which is uh, Phil yeah. Hoy's Phil Hoy's baby. They do the the QE Spring races there, and also the Midnight Marathon um but but yeah what other events come come to mind for you guys and and good kind of races and and things to take part in in the park have you done any much yourself dave or or alex i I did the curie spring marathon a couple of times and that's quite a beefy course actually because that's two laps that takes you around the country park and through head down as well so Um, lots of climbing yeah i think it was something like three and a half thousand feet over a marathon which is quite pokey really yep Uh, so you certainly feel that one when you've done it. And that's Phil's second running. So yeah. Pretty good. And the mid- the Midnight Marathon, have you, Alex, have you done that one? No, I had a friend of mine who's done it. It's good, and man. he said it was a good race. That's yeah, a fantastic it. event. Such a, it's yeah. honestly such a good time of year. It's always good weather. It's it's always like a clear, well, the one, I think I've done it about five times. It's always been clear weather for me. It probably won't be next time. Next time we go, and it'll be like, "Oh, Dan, thanks." <laughs> but uh, no, no, it's it's yeah, it's a beautiful event. Very kind of like yeah, very energetic. There's people like running with Christmas lights on and uh, and all sorts. And uh, yeah, like that's a challenging route. Eh? Going out to Cocking and back, it's it's hard. It's like a lot of climbing. Yeah, there. yeah the I return journey. That's the one, isn't it? That hill <laughs> that, that coming back is yeah. that's the the nightmare. But there's a nice little coffee shop there now, isn't is there? It? 
Oh, yeah, yes, I went there with Benchy and Dave and I, we, we went for a run and we actually sat down and had a coffee. We felt like a bunch of cyclists, right? You know what I mean? Just having a, having a coffee. It's got the worst service in the world, but it's, it's, it's good coffee. Uh, I, won't, I won't lie. So you can, you can do, uh, if you're up for a, like a, a 40K, 40 kilometers, sorry, I work in kilometers. I know that no one else does, but uh, oh, come on. 40 kilometers out and back from, from, from uh from burton and you want to you want a nice little break you've got uh, a nice little cafe you know just as you just before you cross the road to it's at the farm just before you cross the road to go up up into cocking well up okay. the hill to get cocking so it's called so it's, it's called the, it's called the bluebell oh really oh have you have you been no but i've uh, i've got google maps up in front of me no. <laughs> <laughs> oh there you go Absolutely. terrible service Bray. the terrible service like incre- incredible incredible oh, incredible okay. scenes but uh nice coffee <laughs> that's that that was my takeaway <laughs> <laughs> brilliant okay well at least we know it's there now so i might uh yeah i might give that a try at some point because that sounds that sounds good yeah. or is it or or is it the bluebell that might be a pub i think i think i might be like browsing google maps wrong, it literally so. just like it kind of just opened so i mean you know it's you know how it goes but uh it, it got some nice nice like uh cakes and bits and pieces there but the coffee was excellent cool you know, oh, that's so. yeah it's good to know so at least you've got like something at the turnaround point now to uh yeah, for it, sure. So. so it's uh, it's it's a nice little out and back, definitely. Brilliant, brilliant, excellent. Now, listen, Alex, um, Southbound's way. Um, you've obviously got uh, a few kind of. Am I going to? Should we call them skeletons in the closet or demons to demons to get back there? Because you've been <laughs> with this race, haven't you? You've trained for this race. Is it is it two or three times? Three, three times. Three times. Three. But you haven't run it. No. Okay, what's what's what what's the score? <laughs> are you, are you well, I mean, <laughs> the first two times was uh, was COVID, and then the third time I, I managed to injure myself, and so I've yet to run it. So I, I, it's it's just it's like oh, it's heartbreaking, bro. So, so it's, uh, it's almost and, like, a, like a nemesis that you're gonna. Oh, dude, you're, so I, I couldn't even it. enter it. I, I couldn't enter it next year. So like, I just couldn't bring myself to pay the money and, and do it. So I just uh, I've I've reneged. I'm, I'm gonna try and go back there 2023 and and get the put the beast to bed. So uh, yeah, so I trained. I, I mean, I got I, I got in great shape. You know, that was that was yeah. the, the one yeah. takeaway. But um, no, I've I've never been able to actually run the South Downs 100. Okay. so uh yeah it's uh it's it's like I, I start to panic when people start talking about it <laughs> dave how do you think um how do you think alex is going to fare because i think with with your running and your your caliber and, and your results obviously i think you know i think you're one to watch i think there's going to be a good result there when you eventually get to it what do you reckon dave time yeah, well it's it's pretty flat to what you like isn't it if you compare <laughs> it <to stuff> definitely <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean <sighs> I don't know. I think like the downs, I mean, because it's quite undulate. I mean, it's what, three and a half thousand meters, isn't it? Something like that over the hundred miles. It's about 12, it's quite, yeah, it's uh, 12 13,000 foot. Yeah. yeah. So it's got, it's got some good, good. Uh, I mean, I'd, I just really, to be honest, I, I don't really care anymore. And I just want to finish it. Yeah. And um, I'd just be glad to say that I've done it. And, and I would like to go and put in a good performance there like we all do, but uh you know, just to get it under the under the belt, I think is um, it's it's the one because it is. It's like you know, it's our lo- it's basically our local hundred, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's it uh, yeah, it's a big 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 race for Hampshire and and Portsmouth guy, the Portsmouth guys. So I'd love to be able to get there and get it finished and actually say yes, I've 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 not only trained for this, I've actually run the race as well. So um, yeah, it's it, it's yeah, it's it's definitely a bit of a an enigma for me i'm afraid 2023 alex i'm going to come and run it with you because i i i want to go and do it again in in 2023 
Oh, well, then there we go. It's 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 on. It's on, Dan. It's a date. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Love it, Dave. How about it, man? Would you come back again? Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I've been meaning to do it again. I, I did it once. I think it was the last of the Centurion races to do, and it was like the hottest day of the year, and I felt like I was going to die. So probably need to go and give it uh, another go, redeem myself. That was a good time you ran that year as well. That was a brilliant. A brilliant yeah, time. I can't remember done. I remember I remember laying down at the end and wishing that someone would come and club me to death. So I've got photos. I've got photos of you sleeping under like some kind of foil blanket, I think, or a, or a sock or something. Yeah, it was hot. Not a good day. It's 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 just yeah, it's just funny. It's 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 an epic race, and and Alex, I, honestly, I think you're going to do so well. Um, I think you're going to absolutely beast it. So yeah, look look forward to that. And uh, yeah, like I say, save it for the diary because it's definitely going to be uh, going to be a date. Yeah, I know. 2023 is is the one. There's a few few other things I want to get done next year, and. Um... Uh, yeah, hopefully I can I can use that as like a a builder because twenty yeah, well twenty twenty three there's I, feel, I, I don't know the the problem is there's always like these other races that come up that you know like yeah I think, well you know I, I really want to do that you know so mm. it's um yeah maybe I should just sign up sign up to it and and maybe use it as a I, don't, I hate yeah. to say it like a tra- almost like a training run for something else it sounds ridiculous but I mean yeah like we're getting spoiled that. for choice nowadays aren't we there's too much around yeah. well didn't say too much but there's a lot of route around that we can go and pick and choose and you know how it even if you ignore covid it's pretty easy to get abroad generally as well isn't it and the amount of european races that you can pick and choose from as well it's just i don't know what to do anymore with um the amount of choice there is out there there should be like five ultras and i'll just do those every year (laughs) (laughs) i think it always like leads it leads on to like bigger and yeah yeah. I don't know. You know, like I've done a hundred miles now, so I would like to um, extend that distance a bit. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. That's that's not next year. The year after, hopefully. So, can you, Alex? Can yeah. you? Can we talk a little bit about your about your hundred mile experience? Because obviously, speaking about the South Downs and, and particularly the the hub that is Queen Elizabeth Country Park, I mentioned that you and uh, Dave Poole went and kind of it was almost kind of like secretly ran this uh what you're calling ultra trail qe um yeah utqe yeah UTQE. can you tell us a little bit about it like like how it kind of came about and also like a little bit about the route and and obviously the amount of elevation and stuff because uh, yeah i'm just completely fascinated and i'm sure sure the listeners are so basically uh, like david pool is like a wizard with uh devising routes around well anywhere really you know he's a that's i think he just loves it so you know, I think it's a civil engineer in him. You ask, I just follow him. That's what I did when we first yeah. started. We kind of met on Butter Hill and then went running. And I just like, just run behind him. I've, I've looked at that little ginger ass. I don't know, for hours and hours and hours, <laughs> all through bloody lockdown, just following him all over the place. So no, he's, he's the one who came up with the whole thing. And um, okay, it's basically a, a, th- a 30. So the original loop, he, we were just, because we were training for South Downs. I think it was, um, I'm going to call it South Downs 101. Uh, the first one, you know, our first, our first try. Um, and uh, yeah, he came up with this loop. So it's 30 K, but it picks up about a thousand meters. So what's that like 3000 feet or whatever it is um, on, on, in the loop. And it, it kind of goes, it, it starts in Burton and then you go up into head down, which is, you know, if you look up, up, up at like a Strava map of uh, Queen Elizabeth Country Park, you will see head down and which is right near Burton. Then you kind of head out of there. You go into the park over to Butza, 
up Butser Hill, hit the trig point, and then you drop down the middle route of uh, of Butser, and then you come across. You come back into the park through the car park, and then you follow um, kind of like the south side of the park round, and then it drops off and goes head towards the windmill. Okay, and that windmill hill, bro, is that is a yeah, I know it's, it's, it's a flipping nightmare, bro. It, it, it's got such a kick on it. It's, it's more of a kick than what you get on, on Butza. And um, so you come up over the top of that, then drop back down, and then you kind of make your way into the park and you kind of zigzag through the park. And then it's again back down to Burton and finish there. But so like that was that was the loop. And we did that as a as like a, a training run. And that was 30K. And then I think uh, I, I just decided to do a long day and then I did three. So you guys were doing something. So I just thought, well, I'm just going to go out and run, I don't know, 50 miles, or whatever. And I did three loops of it and it absolutely annihilated me. So I did like <laughs> 80, 80 odd K or something. I'm like the hottest day. I need to, oh, you know, like when nutrition and everything just goes wrong. So that was a big learning curve. But then, so we kind of, it was the seventh of, it was, it was so, yeah. So South Downs 100 got moved to the end of the year. So like we decided, uh, it, we're all training for that then then it got binned so i was like I, I, this is my thinking so i thought let's do a double serpent trail and okay dave was like no you fucking madman don't do that let's go and do <laughs> let's go do utk which make which make when he explained it to me something made, worse i mean yeah. yeah i know it was like it'd be like 200 kilometers i've never ever run that i don't know why i just got in my head anyway because i do a double serpent so it had to be something awesome I was like, but then he came up with this. No, we're going to do this, and he 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 worked out. So if you go one, you go one way, and then you go another. So like clockwise and anti-clockwise, and then you add in a, another, like this bottom section of um, of head down where you kind of come down towards the railway track and back. You, then you join the South Downs Way and then drop into Burton from there. It adds on like another three or four kilometers, and then that over five loops. If you start with the one loop and then work them, alternate them it works out to a hundred miles. And then we decided to do the hundred miler um, when obviously it all went Pete Tong and the, and the race was where race was canceled. So we kind of just did it on the slide. Cause you, you were only allowed to run with two people. So it wasn't like we could go, right, everyone, let's go and do this. So it's like, well, let's just give it a crack. So we had a crack at it. Um, I, you know, here we go again. I got injured. I injured myself at like 60 K and then I like, I, pr- I pushed on to like 130 K and I, I've just, I couldn't, my, my leg just wouldn't work. And I thought if I carry on, I'm not in a race. I've got to go to work and my wife is going to kill me if I've got to take time off. <laughs> no sympathy. So I had, to, I had to bin it, but Dave pushed on on his own and he got the hundred miles done. Okay. So, it, which was excellent. So he did a, you know, a great job there. It was, you know, it was, I forget, it was November time um you know really foggy i mean one stage we're just like literally just run every, i mean you couldn't see a thing um and just like navigating through the the park because the park gets really foggy um and so it was it was it was a great day you know so he he got it done i had I, once again i had unfinished business there and then um i kind of so he was the first one to complete ut utqe and then i did it again in i think it was march or april okay and um, got it done yeah yeah got it done got it got it in did you run bag, it on your so. own or did you have support um so basically i thought uh, i wouldn't want to put anyone through you know running with me for the the full like you know the full, so i did the first 100k on my own yeah and then i asked uh if dave and 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 Binchy, if they'd come and just 
basically see me around the last two because you know like really like yeah. 20 odd uh, 21 hours or 20 i don't know how long it was going to take me like 24 hours or whatever on your own is 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 can get a bit much so i thought like the last 60k I, I'd, I'd intended to kind of do it on my own and then i thought no you know like be sensible it's you know you're going to be running through the night um get some you know you know yeah, yeah, they're yeah. top blokes yeah. and they they know what you know they they, they know me I've, we've been running together for the whole of lockdown you know very good mates and they they know me and our how to uh, keep me going and, and uh, you know, when I'm miserable and you know, to just let me just do wow. my thing. And um, so, yeah, that, that was it basically. So I, I kind of did the first three loops on my own. It went, went pretty well. I also had done it, it to be honest. It was, it was like, a, it was a fairly impromptu hundred miles. I was in really good shape because obviously lockdown, bro, and it's just, you just yeah. are running, you know, like everyone, I think everyone is probably the, and I hope I ever get, I hope I get that fit again. You know what I mean? It was just, you will. Yeah, yeah, you will. I was going through a really good uh, period, like a, a really good training block. And then I, um, I just thought I, normally every now and again, because we haven't had any races. I like to do, I, I was, I'd, I'd, I'd want to do like a long day. So I thought, well, I'll do 50 miles or I'll do this. Or I'll do that. And I was going to do it. And then, and then my dad, and, and this, you know, this isn't like a, a sob story. Anyway, my dad had phoned me up and he was just in a really bad way. You know, he's, he's really struggling with his Parkinson's and his, his dementia and stuff and really yeah. feeling down and suffering. So I came home and I spoke to my missus. I said, look, right, I'm going to go, I'm going to do a hundred miles. She's like, what the hell? And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to run this. I was planning a long day anyway. I'm going to extend it to a hundred miles. So let's see if I can do this. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it the Kev dog 100. So my dad's name is Kevin and I'm okay. just doing it for, you know, running it for my old man. And then what I did is I made, so I kind of told my mom the night before, I said, look, watch the space. And I started at four o'clock in the morning. So I thought maybe I'd get it done. So it, it just get the best, the most out of the day, you know? Mm. Um, and then I made a video each loop. So I started it. Uh, he had no idea. And I said, look, dad, today I'm going to run a hundred miles for you, blah, blah. Anyway, That's amazing. Uh, I made these little video clips for him and send them through to him and then just did one each loop. And uh, so he could kind of follow me because obviously he's not well enough to come and watch me and do this, you know, and I, yeah. To be honest, I didn't know what was happening with him. So it was kind of, I, he'd never, I wanted to do a hundred miles in case, you know, just so he knows I've done it. So that was the whole premise behind it. And uh, it worked out, you know, a very, very good day. I was, I was very lucky. Uh, conditions were good. Um, I mean, I know that, you know, that course very well. And in the, the first hundred K on, on my own just went like a breeze. Really. It was, it was, it was really, really good day. And um and then obviously the two second, the, the last two laps, it, it was, it was good. So, you know, the, uh, I had good conditions and my body was in, in good shape and it just worked out and it all, it all went really well for me. And then there was my first hundred, uh, not an official race, but uh, it was oh, probably the, one of the best, best, best days I've, I've done. So it was, it was really good. Wow. Absolutely amazing. I, I love that. that. I think that just kind of like just encompasses everything good about running and, and the fact that you use that as well for a bit of motivation for yourself, but also for your dad, you know, like he must've, he must've been really proud kind of like seeing those videos and seeing what you were doing and, and your mom as well. Amazing. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's my wife is putting it on the, like on a family WhatsApp group, she's putting on there. I mean, my dad loved it. You know, he just, he thinks I'm a nutter, but um, you <laughs> yeah. know, he spent, he spent years, you know, like he, he never got to, like, I think he got to watch me play rugby maybe twice in high, in high school and, yeah. And I know it's a regret of his. I know I mentioned it before, but it is. So, so you know, the more I could, I could kind of get him to uh, to see the 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 better. And it was, it was. So it was like, and I think it was quite fitting because it was. I was the first bit. I was on my own, 
So like, it's your own struggle, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, yeah. I never run, I don't run with music or anything like that. I, I never do, no matter how far I'm running, I just kind of in my own head. And if I'm having a shit time, I've, I've just got to deal with that. And, uh, but generally I just, I like the, it's, it's how you get yourself out of stuff and keep yourself motivated. And I think that's, what's the beauty of, 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 uh, ultra distance running. It's, it's the test, isn't it? That's why we do it. So absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was, yeah, that was, that was UTQ. So it was great, great day out. Amazing. <clears throat> Absolutely amazing. Um, listen, Dave, I, I, I'm, I don't want to kind of keep, Alex, I don't want to keep you for too long, Dave, I don't want to keep you as well, because obviously you've got, uh, you've got baby things to get to and, and all sorts. But um, Dave, is there anything else you wanted to ask Alex before we, before we jump into some recovery run questions? No, I'm all good. It's been fascinating, though. Um, I'd have loved to have uh, heard more about UCS and your, your 20 minutes of running, because I think, um, Dan and I probably experienced that at UTMB and CCC where you have, uh, you sort of start it and think, God, this is good. And uh, you get all enthusiastic about it only within five minutes to be walking uphill for two hours. <laughs> and then uh, it's pretty much that until the last kind of uh, 20 minutes of the race where you run along the road and you think, oh, this is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, do, you want, do you want to talk about UTS? Yeah, have, you got, to, have, you, um, have you guys got time? Yeah. yeah. Have, have you have yeah. we got time? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, UTS, dude. What a what a race that was. I mean, I think um, the Ultra Trail Snowdonia. Yeah, just for people yeah. who are listening who might not know, Ultra Trail Snowdonia takes place where? Uh, where whereabouts is it? It's uh, it's in Snowdonia National Park. Uh, the race start this time because it's it's changed this year. So um, it, the race started at Kapo Kurik. So basically. I mean, we got there. So myself and uh, Dave, David Paul went went up to 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 do UTS together. Um, we rocked up and like, I mean, I, what what I if I could just get this out quickly, I think it's what's so fucking rad is that we got there and it was like it was just a tent and a mar- like a little marquee thing with a generator which we camped next to for two days and didn't sleep at all. And then um, like it was so small and so like kind of. You know, like that real community feel. There wasn't, and there were like only a yeah. few hundred people, like a fledgling race. Because that race is going to be like, I reckon it's going to be like the UTMB of 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 yeah. UK. It's going to go ballistic because it is the most. I mean, for me, Snowdonia is probably the, one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to in the world. Really. You know, like you catch it on a good day, it is just incredible. And to to have a race that's that flipping hard. In that in that park is just insane, and like what you like some of the views are just taking your breath away, bro. And it tries to, and the place also tries to kill you as well. So it's like a it's like a weird <laughs> dynamic, you know. It's it's a, it's such a hard hard race. I mean, we 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 so basically anyway into the race, you kind of start. So it starts at um at this like you cross this little bridge, and then it kicks. It, it just it, it there's a start line there, and you're like right right off you go. I was like, oh, all right then. So we all kind of kicked off. It's, it's, it was the one we did was the 100K, which was the uh, ultra, uh, it's part of the Ultra Trail World Tour. So they were filming it and everything, but there was only a, uh, probably a few hundred of us, you know, and, and it just felt really small. And, you know, yeah. we got stuck at the front as well. So we're on the video, but we didn't mean to. You're like all the, all the elite guys are standing at the front there, and there's me and Dave, like, oh shit, what are we doing here? <laughs> and, uh, but it, you start off and you immediately start going up. It wasn't even like a, like a, you know, like a couple of K and then you get to a climb. It was a start of a climb and then you just climbed up this mole, mole Shabbat. Then you go over the back of it in the fog. And I, I had no, like, we had no idea what to expect. I mean, like I had, I had some kind of idea, but I had no idea. And there's no parts, eh? No parts at all. No, there, there are some, 
Okay. But most of it, like the, once you came off the back of Mol Shabbat, this is our first, like, so, so the first kind of two hours you cl- do that climb, then you come down the back. It's just bog. And then you're following a GPX file and like these ribbons. So you're just running through bogs, bro. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, like, I've, I've, I've probably been in a, like in that kind of environment, maybe once in my life bro, where I was like walking through it. I thought, God, I don't want to walk through there again. And we're running yeah, through yeah. it. And it's just people everywhere and it's a scramble. And it's, all, it's like, it's like a hundred kilometers of fell race. That's what it felt like. Right? Wow. And you, yeah, so we yeah. got down, we got through that section. And then we, and when we came to the first aid station, like myself and Dave, we kind of like looked at each other and we're like, yes, we are in for a day here. You know, cause like we kind of like on, oh yeah, we're going to do it in like, you know, under 20 hours or whatever. Oh, all big balls. And <laughs> geez, dude, no ways, no ways. It was, it, but it's incredible incredible race interesting man because that um the way that you talk about it reminds me of the first time i went up to wrecky the lakeland hundreds and you over there there's probably a few more rocks than you've you've explained but there is one point where you everyone goes forward you think well you can't possibly go through that route because it just looks like a stream when you're going through a river almost and they're going up to your knees in mud and you think you can't possibly do the trail but it's crazy mountain running it actually is yeah yeah there, there was just we got we got to some so like on some of the sections you you'd you'd be at an aid station and then you say oh, where are we going you're like you're going up here and then you'd go there and then you just see this like cliff face and then with flags on it and you're like yeah <laughs> and the gps is taking you up there and you're like oh oh okay yeah we're going up there and you're like you literally just find your own way and then you're like okay I would be petrified. You're scrambling, bro. You're scrambling up these rocks and flipping, and then through the night, bro, when you got, because I got to, this is the last big climb is the Carnids, and it's Carnid Llewellyn, but I think that's further. Anyway, it took you up. So you had to cross this waterfall, and then you, you had to like scramble up this rock face in the middle of the night, bro. Like it was, there was clouds. You couldn't see. I got to the top. I was like, bro, I have no idea where I am. I was just following the GPX. It's insane. It's absolutely in, an, an insane race. You ha- it's one of those you have to have run it to understand it. And I think it caught a lot of people off guard. Like yeah. a lot of people, like everyone was like super keen at the beginning. And then you start chatting to people at each aid station. And they, they were just, the motivation just was, was lagging by the time, that, you know, everyone just wanted to get it done. But it is one of those, like it is like certain sections, like coming over the Nantle Ridge. Like I love that crap route. And some people, they were literally like suck, like suction cupped to the rocks, trying to crossing over. But there was like, because it's, it's like a sheer drop off on one side. And like, you know, yeah. if you are a little bit afraid of heights, bro, you, you're in trouble. And it's, uh, it's great. It's, it's, it's just, a, just a mind blowing race. I think, you know, because you're not really, it's not a run, is it? It's, it's just like hike, hike, you know, descent, smash your knees up, run for like 400 meters, eat some food hike 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 and then just carry on like that way i mean if you can run because the guys i mean that's where you that's where you have to take your head off to these people that can can move across those mountains so quickly it's amazing I mean, it. and it's 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 insane the way that they can just read the terrain like that because i i was just in awe of those guys you know i mean it's 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 incredible but it, it was like i had the to be honest i had the best time of my life I, I was just absolutely loving any every minute that race it was a suffer fest but it was just so good and I just I went down. The, well, pardon? The, the winner was something like twenty-eight hours, weren't they? Yeah, for the hundred miles. And then the dude yeah. who won the the hundred k, like, did it in like sixteen hours or something, like ridiculous, yeah. fourteen hours or something. I think 
he won um i think he won the lakeland hundred this year as well um what's his name he's a really really uh small tiny guy that's got no no meat on his bones you know he's just one of these guys that looks like he'd float over the mountains yeah Mark, oh yeah they're, they're just just another another animal altogether so it's 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 a great race bro. I've got it's, I'm, I'm going back next year um I'm gonna I'm doing the 100 miles next year so I've signed up for that and uh that is the that is the goal race for for 20 2022 for me Mark That's Derbyshire my... Mark Derbyshire Dave That's it Mark Derbyshire yeah 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 amazing absolutely amazing Wow, that that sounds epic. I mean, Dave, is that is that on your list as, uh, for one to do? Because I know that's kind of like your. It sounds like you're attracted yeah, to. Yeah, I'm really tempted by it. I was a little bit put off by the Lakelands Hundred this year, where because you just go so slowly, and I'm a little bit of a fan of running rather than hiking. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm tempted. It will probably be one of those things that I go out for a couple of beers with you guys and get into it. Get him, Alex. We need to. We listen. We need to organise this curry night, and uh, yeah, you need to get him on the get him on the start list the next morning when he wakes up. Yeah, for Brilliant. sure. <laughs> Amazing. And and listen, it it is Dave. You hit a point there. Like it is so different, isn't it? Like, we've been talking about the South Downs and how much elevation there is there, but. Like when you go to these mountain races like CCC or UTS or, or Lakeland, I mean, it, it's just, it's worlds apart, yeah. isn't it? It's just so different. I mean, the mountains, you know, although you can train for them well, like at the back of Butter Hill and stuff, they, they are they are still a bit of a shock eh, to the system when you see how big they are. Yeah, just throw, throw any expectation of time out the window. Just go and enjoy it. That's what I say. Yeah. That's it. We 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 when we got there, we met this guy. I, f- I forget his name. Anyway, Dave Dave is friends with him on Facebook. But like he had done so many races, and like it, you know, he he literally put the fear of God into me. Like he's like, I've done this race, I've done this race, I've done this race, and um, none of them were as hard as 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 this race as as the UTS. And he said, I did it last year, and this is even longer, and it's even harder. And uh, this and this year, it's like twenty kilometers longer and even harder. And I, I, I just I, at that point, I was like, "What have What have I got myself into?" So, <laughs> and looking at the terrain and everything, so yeah, the, the mountains. It's like when you've not. That's like my first big mountain race, and uh, wow, it's it is a totally different different animal uh, altogether. I mean, we're, and I, I like we were really lucky that day because you know it was good good weather, um, not a lot of rain. Um, uh, I, I can only imagine if it gets like you know windy, rainy out there, how hard that race can be, and how hard it can be in any mountain race. I mean, you really, really need to know your stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you give me South Downs way any day. That's that's probably my limit from climbing. <laughs> I think I swore I'd never go back and do the CCC ever again, but I will go back and try UTMB one day. I think cause just to get it just to get it done. So, oh, but yeah, scary stuff, man. Unbelievable. Um. So listen, Alex. We always end this um, the show with some questions, and okay. uh, obviously this one's no no different to that. Um, but before we, we we jump into it, listen, massive thanks for coming on and joining Dave and I on the show. Dave, also thanks for you to uh, taking the time out. I'm, I'm hopefully Heather's okay and 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 Hetty's okay, and uh, <laughs> they're all good. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, so, um, thank thank you guys. It's a it's a real honor to be on the podcast, man. No, thank you for joining us, and uh, yeah, look forward to uh, look forward to um, obviously joining you for some runs soon. But let's let let's let's get these questions done because I'm very keen to find out just a little bit like a final few things about you. So, Alex, listen, name us or, or or tell us what your favorite 
hill is to run on the South Downs Way? Favorite hill. Ooh. And obviously gonna, there's, there's numerous reasons, but just what's your favorite one? Just as for, a I, well, it's, it's the one, I mean, I, 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 on the South Downs Way, I would say, um, I, it, I'll be honest with you, I like the section coming back from Cocking. So that, that long, steady climb back okay. from Cocking to, uh, to Harting Down, I enjoy, I enjoy the, because it is a slow grind. Or uh, equally, going up from the bottom of that hill up into Cocking as well, up to the trig point, that's quite rad. Because okay. that's also a, a, a killer. So yeah, I enjoy that. Cool. And, and do you have a worst one that sucks? One that you, that you, you always approach on your training runs, whether it's an easy or hard run, you just think, oh my God, not this one again. It's the, it's coming out of the Milky Way. So it's, it's out of Burton to join the South Downs way. It's got this horrendous, horrendous kick at the end. And I just, I do, I do not enjoy it at all. I won't <laughs> lie. So it's, yeah, it, it always gets me. It's, it's, it's a bit of a nemesis really. So Dave, do, Dave, do you have a nemesis hill on there that you don't, you don't enjoy running? Mm, yeah i do actually do you know the one on the south downs way actually that goes up if you come out of the car park to, along the south downs way and then where there's that branch of three trails at the country park if you follow if you go left up the south downs way and there's a into the woods ah uh, yes park and Bereton, that sucks i can never run up it properly either i don't <laughs> think i've ever run the whole thing that's a tough one, actually. I think they sometimes take you on that uh, along that route on the race, but on the hundred on the hundred race. But um, okay, Alex, favorite moment in a race, any race, um, one that sticks out for you, one a, a moment that sticks out, or or getting over a finish line that sticks out. Uh, I'd say f- finishing finishing the UTS. Um, okay. I was actually, I I, I found a. Um, when I was up on the top of the Carnets, there was this, uh, again, it was very cloudy, blah, blah, blah. This light just came out of nowhere. And this, I met this uh, woman, her name was Cassia, and she was lost. She, her, her watcher died. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, we anyway, so she said, look, can you help me get off? So we kind of said, like, let, let, decided to run together. And um, we got into the very next aid station. It was a big mission to get off this mountain. Got into the aid station and there, this other woman came running in she took one look at this Cassia and it was like, this is a race. I was like, hang on a minute. This is, these guys are racing here. She just carried on. So, and then this Cassia was like, look, we've got to go. So from there, wow. we, this was the last section. So it was the last 15 K we raced the end of it. And, um, we passed, uh, we passed the, the woman who, who, uh, who yeah, just yeah. went through the aid station and then we missioned as hard as we could and we actually caught second place. I, we didn't, I didn't realize how, how far ahead she was. Caught the second place lady, but she binned her. We just ran past her. It was amazing. I was like, this is, this is the best thing ever. And wow. we, we actually ran in and uh, she came second and I got to cross the line with her and that was an epic mission. And she's such a lovely, that we had, had the best time because she, she had wrecked the whole course and I didn't know where to go. And so oh, she, awesome. I just followed her, but we got chatting and it was just, it was such a highlight, you know, just a, what a way to finish. And I was feeling really good as well. So awesome. came over the line and I'd say that's my highlight really. It was, it was, it was a great time. I had a great time doing that. Brilliant. Brilliant. What, what would you reckon is your kind of go-to post-race kind of meal treats or, or kind of anything after a long run or hard work at a race? Uh, generally I have like uh, four to five eggs on toast with an, uh, a whole avocado on it. 45 eggs on toast. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like eggs on toast with chili oil on, bro. Ooh. 
Epic, man. I mean, I do like a fried egg on toast as well, and and it's one of my go-to kind of lunches. But if it's that a long run in the morning, amazing. then that's 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 what I that's what I have when I get home. Amazing, because I meant it. What shoes are you currently running in? Um, well, I've uh, Salomon Ultra Glides and Salomon S Lab Threes. Okay, cool, cool. And and listen, I, I had a chat with you the last time we ran about kind of winter gear, and we spoke a little bit about like good clothing uh, and stuff that kind of keeps you properly warm uh, when training in the winter. So, have you got something that kind of like sticks out for you—a piece of kit or something, or or a favorite um, item of clothing? Well, I, I've uh, so basically all my kind of apparel now is, is all Montane. Um, yeah. I think they make some fantastic gear. They've got some really good, really good wicking warm gear as well so like they, you know they, they feel quite thin so they keep you warm but they, they wick away really well and uh i just love the stuff so i've got all the tights i've got two different um they're um uh, montana les tops so it's like a black zip up it's 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 polytech so it it's, it feels quite a thin material but it, it keeps you really warm and uh, I, I love that stuff so and all my t-shirts everything now is is uh, montane uh, apart from my my waterproof jacket, but uh, everything I've crossed over to them. I think they make they make well priced gear, so it's it's look it is it's not like you're paying for Salomon, you know the brand Salomon. They they're very expensive. I think Montana got their price point right for the quality of the gear. Okay, excellent. Well, I'm gonna certainly have a look at some of that stuff for me because I definitely need some warmer stuff. But uh, Dave, did you have any questions for for Alex? You wanted to ask? No, no, we've we've asked so many, man. <laughs> Alex, yeah, thanks man you've you've been excellent and and listen Alex I, I always l- kind of let my guests kind of say anything about like the running community generally and I know like like your running span from all the way from South Africa to Wales to to London and then back to back to Portsmouth like you said but like do you want to say anything about like the running community or group that you found kind of down here in the south and and any final words oh yeah I mean look I've made some amazing friends over the last 18 months you know just getting into it um you know, I met Dave, the, the two Daves, Big Dave and Little Dave on on, uh, on uh, Butter. And, and from there, it, you know, I just managed to get part of, you know, we're all on a group, made some amazing friends. I think uh, the trail running community is fantastic. You know, people are so friendly. It, it reminds me a lot of like the scuba diving community as well. You know, people are laid back. Uh, they're really into what they do, but it's it's just super relaxed and, you know, I think like-minded people. So it's always fun. It's, and there's no, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any egos, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Uh, I, I, trail runners are, you know, generally just super laid back people, but I made some great friends and it's, it's been a real honor to, uh, to meet you guys and, and to, to hang out with you guys. I mean, I know that we've been planning on a curry for like, I don't know, eight months. The hardest curry to go for, but uh, no, it's, it's, it's been great. You know, I made a, a, a I'm, I like, you know, I'm not a big social media guy. So, um, yeah, you know, I only, I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't belong to any particular club or anything like that, but you know, from the guys I have met and I made some really close friends for life. So it's, it's, brilliant. it's been brilliant. Excellent. Alex, listen, thanks. You've, you've been an awesome guest to have on, especially for the first show coming back and, yeah, appreciate kind of all, all the insights and chats into your amazing races, and uh, yeah, just absolutely love like what you do, and I, I love your passion for the hills and stuff, and yeah, certainly look forward to to some more runs with you and Dave and and or both Daves, and uh, yeah, all of us together at some point, and and hopefully a curry soon. Dave, any 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 final thoughts from you? No, let's get a curry in the um, diary though. I'm well up for a curry. Good plan, good plan. And those who want to follow Alex, Alex, you are on uh, Strava as well, so um, Alex Murphy. Um, yes spelling from the show notes but yeah feel free to to touch base with alex if you want to find out about any more of the routes he's spoken about or races i'm sure alex you'll be 
you'll be fine with some Strava comments or questions if they come your way. So yeah, thanks again, man. Much appreciated. Cool, man. Look Thank after you, yourself, Dave. Take care. Thanks Cheers. very much, dude. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.